0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org.
1: Recently, Pastor Ray finished the two-day message of encouragement he called overcoming weariness. It was a message about how true hope, partnered with faith as God has designed it, should be at work in our lives to make even the most outrageous dreams come true, but sometimes just doesn't. This week's six-day series entitled, Let's Talk About Hope, is all about making the worldly saying hope can make your dreams come true a heavenly reality. It's a message about dreaming big and overcoming the sometimes discouraging effects of that weariness and the delays, setbacks, and disappointments that can often accompany it. What powerful lessons and revelations Pastor will share from The Life of Abraham, illustrating hope's powerful spiritual partnership with faith and the spiritual truth that faith without hope is merely hopeless faith. Learn all about what Pastor calls the true treasure within us all, never holding back our gifts, never changing what is going on within us, never looking back, and never compromising our expectations.
2: Now, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, very familiar verse of Scripture. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Because according to this verse, faith without hope is hopeless faith. Because the Bible says right here, we see it, we're reading it. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for things hoped for. So in other words, I have to have a hope in order for my faith to give substance to something. If I don't have a hope, my faith is hopeless because it's not going to go anywhere. That's why I say that many people are walking by faith but they're walking in circles. You've got the faith thing going real well. You know the faith confessions. You've got all the faith verses. You've got all the faith cliches. You know exactly what to say by faith. And there are even some things you're doing, The faith activity, which is wonderful. But if you don't have a hope, you have not directed your faith in any particular direction. Faith needs hope in order to accomplish something. Hope is what I, I like to say it this way. Hope is the goal setter and faith is what accomplishes the goal that's set. If you don't set a goal by hope, your faith doesn't know where to go. Your faith has nothing to go after, you see. Now, let me give you a, 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 a definition of the word hope, because the world has done this word hope as as a word or has used this word as a, a word that has with it this connotation of it being doubtful. Like, for instance, you, I've said this to people, say 2013 is going to be the best year yet. I believe in that. And they look at me and they go, well, I hope so. The Bible word for hope has absolutely no doubt attached to it at all. You don't look at the word when, we're, when I'm using the word hope. It's not like the I don't know. I hope so with with a whole lot of doubt in it. That's not how the Bible uses this word hope, or how God uses this word hope to describe how faith and hope work together. But this was the definition that I came up with, and many of you that are here, you know my definition. Hope is the joyful, confident, favorable expectation of things to come. You see, in order for faith to work properly, it needs a joyful, confident, favorable expectation of the future before it in order for it to begin to accomplish something, in order for it to really get into uh, uh, moving towards accomplishing a goal. And you see, so the word doubt, I'm sorry, the word hope has absolutely no doubt attached to it. It's not a hope so word. It's when I say I'm hoping, I have a joyful, confident, favorable expectation of what I see ahead of me. And there's no shrugging my shoulders with a doubting voice saying, I hope so. Because that's not the Bible hope. That's not what Bible hope is. So faith can only operate and work if it has hope that 's thrust out before it you can't, you can 't build a house you can 't have an expected uh, uh, end to that project that you can 't have a, a house that 's going to be complete and be livable and 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 look like something if you don 't have a plan first. One of the best examples that, that i 've ever heard and have been teaching and it 's very simple like this every every building, every house or whatever uh, building has a furnace uh, in the house. I have one in my basement and my furnace has the capacity to create heat and it also creates air conditioning in the summer. And um, connected to that furnace is something called a thermostat. That furnace sits in the furnace room with all the power and ability to produce a desired result, i.e. a temperature that you want in a room, right? The only thing that holds that furnace back from producing is that thermostat. The minute I begin to adjust that thermostat and set the temperature, like say we want it to be 70 degrees, I put that thermostat on 70 degrees, that furnace begins to kick in to accomplish the goal that's set on that thermostat. That's how faith and hope work together. Your hope is the thermostat of your faith. Did you all hear what I said? Your hope is the thermostat of your faith. If you don't have a hope, your faith doesn't know what to accomplish. If you don't tell your faith what you want by setting the hope, then you're not going anywhere. Nothing is going gonna, to gonna happen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for in order for your faith to work it needs to work towards something hope is what it works towards your joyful confident favorable expectation of what is to come about in your life and one of the things that i would say that most believers that i've talked to or i've have seen says that basically it's this that we're not we're just not believing god for enough our hopes are way down here somewhere because the devil's got you chasing your tail like i said instead of you know you're walking by faith but you're walking in circles you're not walking towards a goal or towards a direction and, and, and we're so encumbered with life and we're so encumbered by the challenges of life and we're so encumbered by the things of life that, that we, don't, we don't dream about the future. We don't, we don't begin to, 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 to say, this is where I want to be. Everywhere I am right now, at one point in my life, I said, that's where I want to be. That's what I want to be doing. That's where I want to be. That's what I want to be driving. That's what I want to be earning. Come on, are you with me? See, if you don't have a hope you're never going to see your faith, never going to be able to accomplish anything. So often, you know, people point and say, well, they just had a lack of faith. And you've heard that, you know, because that was a lack of faith in their life. and that's. What. But, you know, I, I've, come to, I've come to realize that, yes, yeah, sometimes it is a lack of faith in people's lives because they don't understand faith and they don't know how to operate in faith. Or they do know how to do it and they just don't do it and refuse to do it. But I, I found that often it's not so much a lack of faith in a person's life, it's a lack of hope. It's a lack of hope, especially in this day and age we live in right now. You put on, actually, I, I'm fasting the news for a while because I'm just sick and tired of hearing all the bad news. And I thought, you know what? I've had enough. I'm, t- I'm a news hound. I love to watch the news and be up on all the current events, but I don't even want to listen. I haven't listened to the news in about three weeks. I just shut it all down, I just turn on to catch the weather. And then as soon as they start in with all the, well, you know, the flu is really bad this year. Get ready, get ready. Epidemic proportions. Go get shot up three or four times. (laughs) If you got it once, go get it again. Somebody's making a lot of money, honey. I just shut that thing down. Oh, the stock market's going down again. Oh, bad days ahead, bad days ahead. Gotta print more money. And you know what that means? I say, oh man, shut up. I've had enough. (laughs) I mean, talk about dashing your hopes. It would be like the devil to put all that garbage before you to dash your hopes, to kill your joy, your, your joyful, confident, favorable expectation of things. I don't care what's going on in the world. I don't care how bad the economy is. I don't care if we're running out of money and the debt ceiling is going higher, and we're in debt, and and it looks like we're going to be broke, like America's going to go. I don't really care what happens, because I serve a God whose supply is, come on, is awesome and big and vast. You see, God's supply will never run out. My hope is not in this world. My hope is not in what man can do. My hope is not in, in a job. My hope is in the living God and what he will do for me and for my life. Let's see. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. What is it? Where do you want to be? Stop looking at this life. Stop listening to people around you. Stop believing all that is being said in this world and put your focus and your attention on the Word of God. You see, too many people, the reason why they're having a hard time setting their hope is because their hope is in natural things. My hope isn't in anything natural. My hope is in the Word of God. My hope is in this, that God God said, God said the reward of the righteous is prosperity. Prosperity is my reward. Prosperity is the reward of the righteous. So I have a right. It's it's my blessing. It's my covenant privilege with God to prosper and to have enough and not just barely enough. My hope is not in the world. My hope is in the word of God. God, you're going to bring this about in my life. I see a bright and an awesome and a beautiful future based upon the word of God, not in this, uh, uh, what's going on in this world. This world is going to go up, it's going to go down. Stock market's going to go up and go down. All kinds of things are going to go up and go down. The whole world is nuts. It's going to go crazy. Uh, Your hope can't be in this world. And your future blessing has nothing in the world to do with this earth. God can bypass everything that's going on in this world and help you to accomplish your hopes and dreams and desires that you have before you. And I'm going to tell you what, some, some that are standing around you are going to be, I mean, they're going to be dumbfounded when they look and see how God has blessed your life in the midst of famine. in the midst of family. I, I've talked to people about, you know, say, what's going on in your church? Well, our church is just abounding. Our church is growing. We don't have any financial problems. Money's coming in and we're, we're getting ready to add to the building. Why are you adding to your building? Well, duh. Why would we be adding to the building? Because we feel like putting up more building? We're adding to the building because we have more people and we have to put them somewhere. That's what happens when the church grows. You've got to make room for the people. And and it's amazing, people people are, they've said this to me, has the church been impacted by the economy? No! (laughs) And don't you speak that over me either. No, I'll give you my best answer, no! Not as a matter of fact, we're growing. We're abounding. We're developing. Because God's people, you see, in the midst of all this stuff that's going on in the world, God's people haven't lost their hope yet. Thank God, don't lose your hope. You know that your future is joyful and it's bright and it's cheerful and it's, it's, it's full of a confident expectation of what is to come. That's what's going to keep your faith. That's why people all around you, if you notice, their faith is so weak, man. They're starting to sing these songs, you know, like, well, we're just holding on for a better day. (laughs) Man, just... I mean, listen, listen to some, I was listening to some, some music the other day, you know, new, new music. it's like, man, they're, they're whining more than they're worshiping. They're just belly aching about, oh God, you know, when I die, it'll all get better. It's not so good down here. But one day when I die, I will see my faith come to sight. Honey, let me tell you what, God wants you to see your faith come to sight right here on this side of eternity. Right now, your faith should be coming to sight. Not when I'm dead. Hallelujah. I know it's going to be a shouting day in heaven, but I'm not there yet. I need something to shout about right here on earth. Our hope is not based on this world. Our hope is based on the eternal word of God. We believe what God has said. We believe in the promises of God that our lives are going to be blessed. Jesus said, I come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. He didn't say when the economy is good. He didn't say when things are looking up. He said, I come no matter what. Let me just add, let me give Pastor Ray's version over here. All right. No matter what, when the economy is down, economy is up, doesn't matter what's going on, whether there's money, no money, debt, no debt. I have come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly than ever before. doesn't matter. You see, so, so you see, if we're not careful, we're going to lose our hope, our joyful, confident, favorable expectation of what is to come. And it's going to seriously hurt our faith walk and really uh, cause our faith to go into a, into a stagnant spin, you know, like walking around in circles instead of walking towards the goal. I, listen, I've got my faith. I've got my hope out there. I see, a, I see where I want to be. I see what I want to be doing. I, I see where I want to go. I see what I want to have. You have to be a doer of the word. You can't just be a knower of the word. You can't just know the word and not do the word. You have to be a doer. And as you do the word and you trust God and and you learn the principles of God's word and you put them into operation in your life, every day you're stepping closer and closer to that hope, that joyful, confident, favorable expectation that you have out before you. You see, that's how it works. But if you don't have the hope going out before you, your faith is going to be stagnant. Now, now, one verse in the Bible, you don't have to open to it, but I'll, I'll read it to you. Proverbs 13, 12 says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Hope deferred, deferred needs to put off, right? Hope deferred makes the heart sick. And that, see, that's the problem. I believe in America the people go to psychiatrists, psychologists, and I'm not, listen, you're having emotional problems and, and you've tried everything else. All right, you go and, and get counseled and, and I'm not, I'm not telling you to not go get counseled. If you have a problem, an issue, go ahead and get counseled. But, but I'll, save, I'll save some of you some money. I'll save some of you some big money. One of the reasons why your heart is sick, why, one of the reasons why you're depressed is because you lost your hope. You don't have joyful, confident, favorable expectation of what, well, you don't know what I've been through. You don't know what I've just gone through. You don't know how bad it is. You sound like some of the songs I was listening to a few days ago. Man, you better take that sobbering, sighing, crying, blobbering music or song you're singing and you better turn it into a victory shout. On, you better change your words and say, it doesn't matter where I've been, but I know where I'm going. Yeah. I, I, I know, you know, yeah, there were some tough days behind me, but all I see ahead of me are some awesome blessed days yeah. in God. My future is going to be better than any of my past. My tomorrows are brighter than my yesterdays. I've got a joyful, confident, favorable expectation of what is to come. No matter where I've been, it's all about where I'm about to go. That's hope. That's hope. That's what hope is. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. And a lot of times people are depressed because they've lost their hope. They don't see a way out of their problems. They don't see anything getting better. And I've been there, man. I know. I know. There was a time when I went through junk in my life many times. Hard days. But there was something. There's another verse here that is so powerful. And and I'll give it to you In Zechariah chapter nine, verse twelve, I can remember going through some of the most difficult days of my life and and thinking, you know, oh man, these are dark, and I just wanted to give up, quit, turn around, run the other way. But there was something, and this verse reveals it. This verse reveals it. There was this hope in my heart that, that just would not set me free. There was this hope on the inside of this joyful, even in the worst of days, I had this joyful, confident, favorable expectation of things to come. In other words, on the inside, I knew that there was a better day coming. Yeah. Even though I was walking through some darkness right now, I was walking through some heavy days. And this verse reveals it. Zechariah chapter 9 verse 12 says, return to the stronghold. Listen, you prisoners of hope. And that's how i felt like i was i was held captive by this joyful confident favorable expectation of things to come i was held captive of this of this hope in my life as much as i wanted to run away because my emotions were hurting my brain was hurting my everything was hurting there was just no way that i could i could break free from this hope that was about, And I really believe, listen, if you're a born again believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, you too are a prisoner of the hope of God in your life. You know that you know, come on, you know that you know that a better day is coming in your life, no matter what you've been through. And I've been through some dark days. I've been through some hard times. I've been through some garbage in my life. But I will tell you this, that I felt in those days as though I was held captive as a prisoner of this joyful, confident, favorable expectation of things to come. That I just knew if I just hold on, if I just keep on going, if I just keep doing the word of God, if I just keep doing what I know to do, believing God, turning things over to the Lord, hallelujah, yeah. that there would be a day real soon that my dark days would turn into bright days. And I'm here to announce to you today, don't make you, make you jealous. I don't want to hurt your feelings. I don't want to offend you. Please don't take offense, take lessons. But I'm living in some of the brightest days of my life. I wouldn't exchange it. I'm living my hope. I'm living in my hope. Today, what I hoped for, and my faith was accomplishing back then, today is a reality. And it will be a reality for you too. It will come to pass in your life as well. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen faith will create your hope but if you do not have hope your faith has nothing to create yeah. nothing to make happen See? and thus it is that that I, I believe that people many people that i have uh, talked to and uh, are, are just having a really rough time in life so you got to go back to that thermostat you've got to turn turn the temperature up on that thermostat you know just turn the dial Do it today. Go home, every single one of you. Get down on your face before God. Begin to pray and see, where is it that I want to be? I know, I know, maybe sometimes it's difficult because you're going through hard times. But bypass that. Begin to see, where is it that I want to go? Where do I want to be a year from now? I certainly don't want to be here. I don't want to be stagnant. I don't want to be stuck. I don't want to be in a circle in faith, walking by faith in a circle. I want my faith to make deliberate steps in a very deliberate direction. This is where I want to be. This is where I want to live. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to earn. This is what I want to have happen in my life. And then begin by faith, doing what you've learned from the word of God, begin to do those faith things. You know, you've got to give and you've got to to tithe and you've got to, Confess the word and and you've gotta you've gotta fight off the the discouragement and fight off the the, the sometimes the pressure to want to quit the temptation to give in and to give out do not quit I said do not quit do not give up because let me tell you what let me tell you what your life is a story that's being written by God and the story isn't finished yet and it's a story being written to bless somebody else and to help somebody else don't quit don't give up Don't give up on your hopes and dreams and desires. Don't give up because there's going to be a day that you're going to stand up and say, this was a hope. This was just a hope that I thrust out. This is what kept me going all these years or months or whatever it is. And today it's a reality. And this is what God has done for me. And if he's done it for me, he's going to do it for you too. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You might, might want to write, write this down. Faith without hope is hopeless faith. Faith without hope is hopeless faith. Faith without joyful, confident, favorable expectation of what is to come is hopeless faith. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to over these years sat them down from me. I believe God and I know the word of God but they are they have absolutely no hope in their life and they wonder why they can't come out of the bad place that they're in. They wonder why things will never change because your attitude about the future is just doubt, unbelief, fear, worry and frustration and that's never going to get you anywhere other than a bigger mess in your life. You've got to have hope, Bible hope for your future.
0: Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. in your order.